Hey, I'm Byron. And I'm Natalie. We're married. Husband and wife. And this is a marriage and family podcast. We will be documenting our lives together. Along with anything else we can think of. This is Couples Co-op. <laughs> Talk back, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the goal. You can cut this laughter and just put it in all the places that are yeah. dead. Yeah, the here. laugh track. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Create your own laugh track. That was funny, right? Yeah, yeah. laugh track is great. So, yeah. All right, guys. Another welcome day. to another episode of Couples Co-op. Couples Co-op. We almost forgot the name. I thought about it for a second. <laughs> Who are we? I don't know. We are sitting here today. Today. With Byron's parents. My parents. Introduce yourselves, Byron's parents. Who are you? Hi, I'm Mom! (laughs) And I'm Dad! (laughs) Roger and Jackie. Roger and Jackie. I'm only allowed to say that on the podcast. Outside of it, it's Mom and Dad. You should say it as many times as you can now. Yeah. Just get it get it. Just get it out. Yeah. Yeah. Your system. (laughs) Yeah. Because you can't ever use that again. Ever again. (laughs) Ever again. Otherwise, I'll use your full name. (laughs) Should I tell everybody what that is? Um, I think they know. Have I said it before? Your middle name? No, I don't oh, think that's so. A secret. Byron Alexander Ooh. Tatnan. Oh no, it's a secret's out. <laughs> to all Le- million leave listeners. Leave it to the parents yeah. to blow all the secrets. <laughs> oh no. So yeah. So how many years have you been married? Twenty nine years. Last month. Like he knew that quick. That was fast. He's prepared. Uh huh. He's very good with it. He's good. very good. He remembers it I every was, year. I was October eleventh. We were engaged of nineteen ninety one. Married July twenty fifth, nineteen ninety two. There we go. And there's mom smiling with a nod. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. um, So, we have just questions. Some of them you got, some of them you didn't. Surprises. Some Um, of them we'll answer, some some of them we won't. Perfect. Um, So, I guess we'll kick it off with how did you guys meet? Well, it was the first Sunday in June 1991. June 1st. Yep. My first summer. My first summer at, or my first summer, no, mom's first summer, my third summer at Camp Victory in Alabama. Um, and this new girl come walking out of the dining hall, and I think about four hours later, I told somebody at camp I was going to marry her. Is that about right? I guess. I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were there. I saw you walking out. I was about to say, when, when you walked I wasn't in the there. <laughs> Wait a minute. Was it a different girl than my dad's uh, Awkward podcast. Right. Just realize that now. <laughs> oh, that's not how we met. So we went to the same Sunday school class, and I yes. asked her to go across the street to the gas station to buy gum or candy or something a like that. A pop. A pop. Yep. And then... It was in between so- Sunday school and church service. And how soon was that after you first met her? Oh, it was the next her? morning. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> next, all right, one day. Old, so, yeah. Well, we went to Sunday school in church together because that was the next day. Mm-hmm. So we so met we Saturday, went, not Sunday. We right? met Saturday night. Okay. And we so went I did to, get a day wrong, see? Okay. And we did go to Sunday school the next day. Yep. And in between Sunday school and church, he's like, hey, you want to go down to the gas station and get a pop? I'm like... This is Samson, sure, Alabama. Sure, I guess. That's all there is, is gas stations. Is that what Samson. we do yeah. here? Yeah. <laughs> because, okay, Roger, where where are you from originally? Grand Rapids, Michigan. There we go. Jackie, where are you from originally? <laughs> going to lean into this. Originally? Or uh, where did I just come where'd from? Where did you come to, from? I came from LaBelle, Florida. So two ends. Meeting in somewhere very different. Yes, very different. Yeah. Yes. So you both went in your element here. 
dad more in his element sure. than I was because he'd already been there for three years. And I got there and everybody was like, Roger, the lifeguard is out doing this. And <laughs> Roger, the lifeguard is over there with those people. And he seems to be such an important person around here. Well, funny story is that my dad's name was Roger and my brother's name was Roger. And I'm like, huh, I need to figure out who this Roger is. It's so, an important name in my it's, family. Yeah, it's a name. She's still trying to figure out who this Roger is. <laughs> <It's> significance. <laughs> so that's why I was like, hi, I'm Jackie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So and about a week later, not a date. It was we, more than a week later. later. It was halfway through the summer. Let's no, just it. halfway through the summer, we went to Georgia. So we were already dating by then. Oh, sure. Wow. So Long it was only a couple Georgia. weeks later, <laughs> I asked her if she wanted to go to Ed's fill-in station. I'm like, a gas station? A second gas station. Do I need to go to another gas station? <laughs> I'm like, sure. So I run and get a couple dollars just in case I need to buy my own pop this time. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to the first time? No. Okay, He good. bought the pop for me the first time. Good. That's why I said, in case I had to buy it this time, instead of, like, I didn't have to buy it the first time. And it was an ice cream parlor, not a gas station. It was an old <laughs> gas station converted into an ice cream parlor. So it was, it was, a, it was just a it was like little a 1950s step up from the style. before. It was yeah. a 1950s style, and it was really cute. cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a lot. It was very nice. I was glad I went. Me too. I, I, yeah, I hope so, with how it ended <laughs> <So>. up. <laughs> All right, so when you guys got engaged, what did that look like after you'd been dating for how long again? Um, a few months. <laughs> a few months. I met her in June. We got married in or got, married, engaged. got engaged October 11th. So, so you do the math. So Quick. what? I what can't. was four months? Four months. Four months. <laughs> yeah, I can't. My brain doesn't work that quickly. So what was the plan, Dad? The to get married. No, I know, but like we did, you, did not have in those days. We out? didn't have no? like the whole like let's well. She was at Clearwater Christian College in Tampa area, Clearwater, Florida. We were dating long distance. We were dating long distance because I was going to Troy State University in Alabama. Without cell phones and internet. Right. And so... And very large telephone bills. I went down to see her and I hadn't talked to her dad yet. So after seeing her, I went all the way down to LaBelle, two and a half, three hours south. I got to the toll bridge and realized I had no money. So I had to turn around, drive the long way around Tampa, ask him if I could marry his daughter, and borrow five bucks to get back. Perfect. That's a good impression. You seriously, first impressions at its finest. Yep. So I was trying to get her to stop moving around so much, and finally I told her to sit down on a bench because we were trying to get ready to go for the weekend to go down to her parents' house. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, we sit down. And then I got down on one knee and proposed to her. He did. Are you glad you sat down, Mom? I am glad I sat down. <laughs> I didn't know what he was doing. I'm uh, like, let's go. We right. need to go. <laughs> We're in a hurry. Yes, I was. I need to get the diamond ring out of my hand. <laughs> he did. I was surprised. No physical contact allowed on campus, but I did hug and kiss him in the middle of campus. And did not get written up. And did not get in trouble. Mm. Did see people? Did people see you? I don't know. Nobody. They were all leaving for the weekend, too, so probably so not. So they were like, not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> keep I moving. got my 40. Mm-hmm. Did you see, so you said you were surprised, but like, at that point, obviously, you confidently said yes, but like, had you thought that it would go that quickly? I don't know that 
We've been talking about it. Right. We've been we've been talking about it, and we were pretty Since comfortable with each other. And so we mm-hmm. knew we were going to get married, but I did not know that he was going to propose to me that weekend. Mm. No. Did not even have it. Did not even see it coming. No. Yeah. No. because she was too busy to get out of town. Right, right. <laughs> no, I mean, I just was very surprised. I mean, uh-huh. I was just like, oh, like, mm-hmm. yes. Right. Aw. That's cute. Adorable. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aw. It's quick. These young kids. We wait too long now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't have minded if you proposed that quickly. After four months. I was confident, yeah. Well, like I, I said, the, 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 that, I Sunday, <laughs> that Sunday that basically we met and talked and stuff like that, I came back from church and one of the guys asked me, so what do you think of her? And I said, I'm going to marry her. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I knew on day one. There you go. Why? I didn't. You didn't. <laughs> Like, All right, that's a good point. Was, Let's go down they, that track. Uh, <laughs> well, I want to, like, I want to, I mean, maybe both sides, but, like, dad was so confident. Yeah. So what was it? Why? Like, obviously, mom is a wonderful person, and I totally agree, but, like, <laughs> but like to know that quickly without having, I don't know, deep conversations and uh, hanging out more, like, what made you so confident? I just... I don't know. I guess my first impression of her was what I was looking for. I had dated before, so it wasn't that she was the first girl I ever dated, but the other ones were just for fun, I guess you could say. And that summer I made a vow I would not have a girlfriend until she walked out the door and then I changed my mind. <laughs> it's funny but how that I don't know, just, yeah. <laughs> Sounds familiar, honestly. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just, the way she talked, the way she carried herself... As far as, like, she was confident, but she wasn't, like, overly bold, mm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I wasn't looking for somebody who was going to be in charge. <laughs> Although she's in charge. <laughs> <laughs> if you could see the look that mom just gave him when he said that. <laughs> so, but I mean, we learned pretty quick that we were from very similar backgrounds, both of our parents had been in the automotive industry. Both of us were born and raised partially, at least in the Midwest, because she was born in Ohio. I didn't know that, or I might not have dated her because I'm not an Ohio <laughs> fan, but I, I tell people I got the only good thing out of Ohio. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, so, and we both went to the same associated churches, and so we had a lot of similarities. And so there's a lot of instant connections because of our history, even though we didn't know each other. We had a lot of similarities. True. So then, Mom, from your perspective, when you walked into the dining hall or whatever. <laughs> out of the dining hall. Out of the dining hall. I didn't. I, I, I will say that at church there was some statement said that the teacher, and I don't exactly remember the statement. Yes, I remember looking at But we at kind of looked at each other, and I felt this, like, really weird flippy feel in my stomach and i'm just like Mm. oh my goodness that was so weird Mm. and we kind of looked at each other and thought that was really weird so there was like that sense but i just remember that it was really really super hot there was not air conditionings in the cabins and i was really hot and i had a fan but it wouldn't reach very far so i was looking for an extension cord and Roger went and, got her one. went and got me an extension cord and came and sat and yelled from the distance he could get as close to my cabin and yelled <laughs> for me. 
I have an extension cord for you. <laughs> Boys weren't allowed in the girl cabin areas, so. Mm-hmm. So I knew something was happening, but I was really, really scared. Mm-hmm. And I laid in my bed at night and looked out the window, and I'm just like, talk to God, like, oh my goodness, God, this is really scary. Mm. So I'm not that scary of a dude. I mean, yeah. You have a pretty big personality. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody says that, but I have no idea what that means. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a pretty long podcast. <laughs> We're going to do some counseling for Dad. <laughs> uh, so, all right. So, in 29 years, right? 29 that you've years. been married. Correct. So, we I guess have. almost 30 that you've known each other, been together then. Over 30. We've been over, over 30, 30 years together. Been together. That's a lot of time a lot spent of years. together. Which probably means that you guys have some pretty good stories to tell about embarrassing moments. So. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is family friendly, right? As much as we can. (laughs) Yes. I mean, it started like literally before we got married. I don't remember. You said you were going to say something about the uh, night before we got married. My whisper. Yes, I do remember that. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is gonna get real fun. It's, uh, I mean, well, we have you ever heard, heard the story we, yet? Do you want to hear the story? <laughs> well, first, before this, before <laughs> before the actual whisper, we had a very rough night before because we asked our maid of honor to not participate in the wedding, and so there was a big uproar. There was a so there has been a lot of tears shed, crying, and just a lot of rawness going mm. on the day before we got married. So that's kind of the setting of we're upset. And so, so I was trying to I make was her in feel the great. bathroom. I know crying. better now. <laughs> I know better now, but you know, I was getting ready to get married, so I was excited. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, with that being said, you were <laughs> I was in the bathroom crying at the church oh. and my mom came in to try to console. help me through the moments and console me a little bit. And then she called for Roger to come in. So dad came into the bathroom. And so we're all bathroom. three standing there a little bit. And dad comes in and hugs me. And he and whisper. says, whispers in, in whisper. his whispering I was say, dad's version of so whisper. voice. <laughs> and he said... Just think, we can finally have sex tomorrow. <laughs> That's what every girl wants to hear. <laughs> and my mom said, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> so your tears changed from sadness to embarrassment. I was like, I don't even remember saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Cool. If so you don't want an answer to a question, don't ask. <laughs> I guess. I guess now we know. <laughs> and and from there, that's just, that's just like that's before day one. Oh goodness. <laughs> so from there, it just got better and better. <laughs> better and better. I say that's definitely our most embarrassing moments. I mean, get it out of the. There line. was a time <laughs> that we were kind of making out in a car. We no, we weren't married yet. No, we were making out in a car, and 
I sat on the horn. <laughs> in a rest, in a rest stop. <laughs> in a rest stop parking lot. Good, good, thanks. On the way to introduce her. On the way to introduce her to my parents, because we're engaged at this point, we and were. they've never met Jackie. <laughs> never. So we were on the way there to introduce her to Grandma and Grandpa for you, my mom and dad. <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh, babe. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think there's anything else more embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Roger, Roger and Jackie kind of distances myself or distances it in my head. So um, I know, right? I don't have to keep pushing forward. Yep, yep, yep. Don't think too much into it, honey. (laughs) So should we turn the tables on them and ask them? No, no, no. no. (laughs) Maybe we'll do that on another time. (laughs) Next time. So we're gonna get a little more serious here. A little more serious. Now that we've got our laughs out, That's right. we're all ready to go. Yeah. So uh, next question we have is, what is the hardest thing that you had to work through in your marriage? That you'd like to share. That you'd like to share. I mean, I think we're still working through finances because that's probably the thing that we've struggled with our whole marriage is finances. I mean, we didn't have or take advantage of if it was available finance classes when we got married into probably 16 or $20,000 worth of debt at marriage. Mm-hmm. So I think that we still struggle through that is just trying to figure out how not to spend too much money because that's just both of us are spenders. And I'd say that's probably one of them. I mean, I just think when you first get married at 22 years old that you don't know what love is. And so you can take for granted each other. And I think it took us a long time to figure out how to truly love each other to the point where we should. And I, I mean, it took a long time before I feel like we had a, I'll say healthy or, mm-hmm. yeah, a healthy relationship. It was probably well past our 13 or 14th yeah. year of marriage. So, But still working on it. And that's actually why we have a, basically a date night weekly is to make sure that that flame doesn't wear out or that we show that we appreciate each other and spend time together even if that means going to the hardware store for a date or Meyer for a date or going shopping because that's what we need to do but we especially when kids were still in the house that's what we did to spend time together we didn't have money we still don't have money <laughs> 29 years later we're almost just as broke but anyways so you know, you do find what you can, but you got to make that important. And we, we, it took us a while to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that one of my hardest things that I had to work through was when we were first married is really embracing Roger and depending on Roger as opposed to going back to my family or my parents or depending on them for the support that I needed. So that was kind of hard thing and then that caused some problems in our our marriage too because of that because I just didn't know how to I guess trust him or to depend on him fully but I think that's to some extent common in relationships is we expect something from our spouse and they don't know it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
communication. Yeah. And so I think it, that's what we had to kind of work through was what I expected of her and was it realistic and what she expected of me was it realistic how she thought I would react to something was it realistic and vice versa. So trying to work through some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so, think communication is a good word. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I think without throwing parents under the bus because nothing's their fault, mm. we make our own choices. Right. But I think the way that we each individually were raised, her parents and my parents are complete opposite. Therefore, my expectations of a relationship mm. were completely opposite of what her expectations were is what I feel like. Right. And so you both, on either side of that, brought that into a marriage to try to merge families. Correct. And, I mean, that, that yeah. makes for a lot of difficulties. And there's yeah. just no accounting for that sometimes. Right. But... Like, how would you know ahead of time? How would you even know to ask yeah. those things ahead of time? Hmm. But that helps me with counseling other couples is mm-hmm. now I try to show them who their parents are so that they can warn. So, I mean, we have learned from it. So we hopefully Definitely. are able to be helping other couples because mm-hmm. of the things we've gone through by our choice mm-hmm. to help them to see that it is a choice. Mm-hmm. That they can either be like their parents opposite of their parents take what's good leave what's bad but just be able to know that they're gonna have tendencies like we did Mm because i'm sure we're not the only couple who acts like our parents in some areas especially when we first got married and i mean there's still times today where where things will come up and it's like i think in moments of weakness we can fall back to our default so it's Mm. just being aware that that's there did you guys go through premarital counseling before you got married, or was it something that wasn't as common? It was a form of it. It was it was common, but it wasn't. It really was practical. not com- Yeah, oh. it wasn't practical. Okay. There wasn't a lot. It was of who's going to take out the trash? Who's going to do the dishes? Who's going to yeah. cook? Which is still good stuff. I, those are things that I think it's important to understand. Which even that, of course, changes because yeah. now I don't do most of the cooking, but I do cook. Yeah. Right, and. There's a lot of times that she'll take the trash out because, yeah, whatever. So I mean, it's, it's it just didn't have a lot of depth to right. it, yeah. Mm. And there wasn't a lot of. We just felt like a check mark, mm. something that yeah. we just it checked was, off the list of things yeah. we had to do before we. And it was got a new married. pastor. To be fair to him, he hadn't pastored before. Correct. And he wasn't even graduated yet from seminary. He was. So there was a lot of that that went on as well. Yeah. So it wasn't like we counseled with a pastor who had lived life yet. Right. Correct. Yeah. And uh, like, I mean, I guess given that you touched on it a little bit ago, but um, I know that you, Father Roger, are... <laughs> I'm not Father Roger. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be wrong. Yeah. I am your father. Yes. Byron, I am your father. That's right. <laughs> but um, like going into, because like right now you're a pastor of a church in Michigan, in Belding, Michigan. Have you had the opportunity to premarital counsel with other like couples, or is that? I'm actually in the middle, middle beginning stages of premarital counseling, and it's not even somebody who is actually from our church. They've started coming because of counseling, and they're from a different background than us. But they actually are searching, and they're new to the area, so they were looking for somebody who would marry them. And my stipulations, if they wanted to use our church, was I had to do the wedding and. They were going to go through counseling. So, mm-hmm. and it's actually the, the session I met with them just this week was just, it, to me, it was exciting because I had given them assignments to do. And right. they came back and they're like, 
I never even thought of this stuff before. It's mm. like, yeah. I didn't even know this was in the Bible. I didn't even know that these... And I walked them through what their parents were like without telling them why I wanted to know. Mm. Yeah. And so it was... I mean, we went a half an hour long because <laughs> it was such a good conversation. So yeah. I... No problem with that. No, that's a great thing. Yeah. So, yeah. And even post-marital counseling, I've had some people to be able to, to mm. kind of share with some things through and, and help them walk through. So... I don't know it all. All yeah. I can do is share from my experiences and right. mm-hmm. my mistakes and yeah. what I think God does in our life. Yeah, and I mean, I know that God works a lot through the um, the bad times, so it is good. Like as obviously within those first many years of marriage, that it wasn't as good. You can still take what that was and bring that into a premarital counseling session or into people who are having a similar struggle. So that's right. really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it like it almost. Not that you probably wish those hard years upon yourself again, yeah. but yeah. you get to see how the Lord used that mm-hmm. and seeing people get it like that and within a counseling session makes it like almost worth it, you know, right. like how cool to, to see that, you know, be able to touch their lives through your story. Yeah. So in your 30 plus years together, <laughs> what would you say, I want each of you to answer, what would you say is your favorite thing about your spouse? People think she's bold, but I think she's tender. And I think she has a caregiver, caring, wanting to please personality. And she wants to take care of me. Now, I wasn't necessarily looking for somebody to take care of me because I had been living on my own for a while. But I think the fact that she cares and wants to, to me, is, is huge. And she is sacrificial in herself in what she does and she loves me no matter what she's loyal jackie (laughs) how can you how can you go after that one she can't because i'm not as good as her (laughs) that's not true i think that what i really do like about roger is that he i mean it seems similar but he does take care of me and he really wants to please me to the point that he like will buy me plants because I love plants or he'll buy me pajamas because I like pajamas. <laughs> I mean, it's just things that he just wants to do to please me and to make me happy. And so that does make me, I mean, that of course I like that about him. He has worked really hard um, to support us and um, I really appreciate that about him and like that about him. <laughs> and he brings home money. <laughs> That's important. So, but I think that he has sacrificially done that too. The other thing that I do like about Roger is that he is like that person that I can walk into a room with and I know that he will be able to talk to people and I don't have to be the person that talks to people. <laughs> Or get a conversation started because I'm very awkward with that and he is very easy with that. So I like being on his arm. Mm-hmm. You guys like are a very good match. <laughs> <arm. laughs> you guys are a very good match. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Apparently, according to their terminology, I'm larger than life. So yes. um, I said a big Your personality. personality. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. <laughs> You're you're about a normal size. <laughs> so that's just how he perceived what you told him. Yeah, you, it's like I'm just perception is everything. Yeah, I'm just there and I'm loud and 
No, no denying. <laughs> yeah. um, I guess I have to ask the next question now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is your question. This is my question. You literally worded it the way that it's written right now. I did. <laughs> uh, why lots of babies? Because <laughs> <laughs> I am one of six children. Five boys, one girl. So you are. What made you guys do that? <laughs> it was, I, I always <laughs> wanted to have a lot of children. I wanted to be a mom. And I wanted to have have children to me that was what i envisioned myself doing is having children we didn't um, discuss we did even not. along the line we didn't discuss it i mean just kind of as a joke a professor asked me and i said i want six i need one to take out the trash one to do dishes one mm-hmm. to clean the and he says you don't want children you want slaves mm-hmm. and it was a joke never thinking <laughs> i actually would have six children but i'm from a family of eight kids my dad's from a family of eight kids and from what i understand his dad was from a family of eight kids so we have a small family i don't know what you mean by <laughs> yeah. a big family that's mm-hmm. true and my grandfather your father is the th- third son yeah and you are the third son yes yeah, so when are you going to give me my eight grandbabies well i'm also the third he's the son. third that's son yeah. yeah that's what i was getting at is uh-huh. it's fun <laughs> <laughs> It's fun. We're playing with threes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or wait, no, third born. The right? third born. Third born. Third so born. Third born. Third, third born. born. Third yes. born. Because yes. you're the second son. Correct. And my mm-hmm. my dad, your grandpa, has yeah. an older sister and an older brother. So he's the second son. Mm-hmm. Third born. But the third born third, child. Third born. I'm the second son, but the third born child. That's and right. you are third you are our third, third born, born child. child. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So either yes. you or your older brother, because it's the second son, or is it the third born? So I think it's you. Right. Well, I was thinking, does that mean I inherit everything? Oh. <laughs> because you're in the same line as dad. Yeah, well, you're like you... a family sword. <laughs> if you want to use history, then you'll have to ask your grandfather if I inherit everything, and that'll be your answer. Okay. And then we'll get everything from grandpa we'll get him on the podcast <laughs> make, make something happen wouldn't that be interesting oh my goodness oh yeah that'd be entertaining oh boy we'd learn a lot i don't think grandma would know what to do with the microphone <laughs> uh, so did that completely answer the question yeah i think so i always heard the you wanted slaves thing oh. <laughs> well, we got that in there yeah well um, it didn't work for any of them so. I, was gonna, I, I was gonna mention it if you did <laughs> <laughs> Although I do have a bunch of wood at the house that needs split, so we'll see how well it works out for mm-hmm. me. I'm, I'm not imagining it's going to. <laughs> no, I'm not yeah. thinking either. Because unfortunately, eventually all the kids Moved leave. Away. So yeah. They get wise so to what? it. Yeah. That's right. You got to re- remember how to chop your own firewood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a lot of years since I've had to. There you go. So this next one, Byron also wrote, and apparently it's my turn. Okay. And so it's going to sound weird coming from me but i think it's a good question is it a good question so i mean seriously like what was byron like as a baby or as a child but then he also had to add on to the end of this and how did he make your marriage better oh (laughs) well first of all his nickname was poco joe it was because he was so fast so slow so slow um and unfortunately he had an arm that dislocated itself just without even i mean i'd be holding his hand and he would turn without letting go of my hand and his elbow was out of whack so we spent many times in emergency rooms and clinics 
until I finally got irritated with them and decided I would fix it myself. And from then on, I did. You did. So I remember grabbing a remote and having my arm pop back yep. in. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it. Some janky home hospital so, work. <laughs> I would say how he made it better is, is he taught us patience. Mm. It's important. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally, that has been my takeaway from it, too. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He, and this is not a bad thing. This is actually a good thing mm. that he was not what I would say would be a normal kid, what I expected out of a kid. Mm. So, but he had his own learning style. You'd see him on top of his desk with his legs crossed learning and i remember teaching the older to psalms 100 and he's just i don't know three four he years old four old. years old and he's pushing his truck around in the other room and i'm trying to get the older boys to say it and one of them says it and the other one's not quite as confident and byron's like i want to say it. it's like you don't know it we haven't taught it to <laughs> uh-huh and he's quoted psalms 100 mm-hmm. right there in front you know mm-hmm. so he just had a different learning style and once we learned that and we brought him to homeschool He's the she, poster child for the homeschooler. Yes, <laughs> right. Success story. Success he story. is. We talk mm. about him a lot because of you, this. He is. Mm. I think that what we did learn from Byron, though, is that everybody has a different learning style, and it doesn't have to always look the same. It can be different, and it can still be okay. That's right. That was the fun baby. <laughs> I don't think I used that word. <laughs> that's, that's what Byron took away from that's it. That's what I took away from <laughs> it. Yes. You were the third baby, and I had a two-year-old, a one-year-old, and a baby. Mm. That's right. <laughs> and then a year later, we had another baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was that was a lot. So you of... took even more sleep away from mom. Yeah. yeah. That was a that was a lot. Byron was a good sleeper, mm. and I could lay him down in bed, and he would go to bed. He is a good eater. He is a content person. So he was a lazy baby. Perfect. <laughs> I worked lots of hours, so I don't know all those facts. Because mm. if they cried in the middle of the night, mom's the one that took yeah. care of them. Because I was at work at three or four in the morning. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's impressive that with six kids, mom still specifically remembers that about Byron, though. Memorable baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> You were you were special, honey. You were different, I like to so you were memorable. So. <laughs> rememberable. Yeah, it's quite a word. Memorable. Mem- oh, you don't have the R. You don't have the R. Okay, okay. All right, that makes sense. That's why it didn't flow. Will that make the cutter? Will that edit it? Probably. I tell him I was like, cut that out, cut that out, and he's like, no, 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 it's staying. It's it's too good. That's what makes it real. It's a fun, casual podcast. We don't cut out mistakes. We just cut out dead air. Mm-hmm. You guys doing good? I'm fine. All right. Fine. Good. Having fun? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll let you know when you're done editing. <laughs> yeah. We'll send it to Make you sure the right answers it. go to the right questions. That's right. <laughs> that is so true. It's fun. Like, it's a puzzle of a podcast. you got to figure out which question goes with the yeah. answer. <laughs> I'll line it up. <laughs> so, as we've stated before, this podcast is called Couples Co-op. And uh, co-op stands for cooperative. And so we define that as selflessly working alongside each other towards a common goal, specifically within the marriage. So based upon that definition, uh, what's an instance in your marriage of like using cooperation, cooperative, or how does this look within your marriage? Still developing. Mm. <laughs> 
I don't know that we started out on the same goal and same ideas. So a lot of it's been. I think we had the same words, but we didn't have the same definition of it, right? Or know exactly what that would mean, or what steps we would have to take to get to an end game or a goal. Mm -hmm. I don't even think we knew Um, what an end game was. Right. We were just really except to survive. Right. Mm -hmm. We were just surviving a lot of our marriage. But I, I would say, from my view, anyways, once we entered ministry. We got to our first ministry. Which was how long ago? Uh, that was in 2010. Okay. And this is 2021. Mm-hmm. So anyways, and we get to the first ministry and the cook is no longer available. And so she stepped in, even though she does not like cooking. It is not her favorite or even the top 25 things <laughs> to do in life. But she took on that role to make it successful. Mm. To make camp work, and then which was also your goal too correct. to make camp successful. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and I, I'm I was the more camp driven person, and she wasn't, but she was there to support me in ministry, and that followed to the camp in Wisconsin where she was asked to be women's ministry coordinator and seeds uh, the discipleship camp leaders and all that kind of stuff, and that was not her specialty. Mm-hmm. By the time we were done there, I would say it is her specialty. And she mm-hmm. now as we change roles into the pastorate, I couldn't ask for a better pastor's wife than her to help in areas with the ladies because obviously I'm a guy. I can't really do that. So, But not requiring or even asking her to do like a lot. In fact, we're trying to work her into her goals but she has a desire to do those things now and i think those are all things that are cooperative in ministry i don't know if i cooperate with you on anything or not if i just cause trouble (laughs) do you have anything to add mom (laughs) well i do think that what i could say would be cooperation from you is my ability like patience with me to kind of work through things that i'm not comfortable with doing again trying to protect me during from myself and from others. <laughs> in times when you're not comfortable. Right, when I'm not comfortable uh-huh. doing the things that I'm doing, I could just self-implode or self-explode all at the same time. And so I think that your patience, I think patience of Roger with me would be cooperation. I do think that he cooperates a lot as far as like to help in household tasks. Like he'll pick up uh, making dinner if I'm tired or I'm busy with, the kids when they were at home or even now if I'm busy with something at the church he um, helps make dinner or helps clean up afterwards which would be primarily what has traditionally been my role so I I see that as cooperation so cooperation within ministry and cooperation within marriage all to serve a common goal mm-hmm. as is the definition so next question we have is what is your guys's to your recollection what it was your first impression of my beautiful wife natalie (laughs) who (laughs) natalie who's natalie (laughs) yeah (laughs) that was my first impression of natalie is yeah uh uh, i just forgot the young lady's name who i said is i got a picture in my head and i can't even think of her name now because it's Uh, been emily 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 that's who i took over for no was it emily okay Mm -hmm. so 
I remember you and her walking out the door, of course. It was Eliana. I it was, I was going to say, I thought it was Eliana. Because oh, that's yeah. the name I remember I wasn't was Eliana. Sure who you were trying to come up yeah, with. Yeah, so oh, I was like, now come up see you later, Eliana. Yes. And you uh-huh. walked out the door with her and you stuck your head back in. What's my name? I'm like, uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I never forgot it again since then, uh, mm. Annie. I, mean, <laughs> I, was, I was like, I'm pretty sure you forgot several Natalie. times after that. Uh, no, <laughs> you so left your, quite an impression. Yeah, there you go. So that was your first like actual memory of me. Well, yeah, our mom, first memory mom, of Natalie is which you reminded me of. I had I didn't even know it was you at the time, but anyways, <laughs> our first memory of Natalie is that we were at camp and she came in as a summer staffer, and we were relatively new. We'd been there for over a year, but. You know, we had been there, and she sat down to eat a meal with us, and... And a handful of other people. And Right. There was other people at the table, and she's like, oh, hi, I'm Natalie. Are you the new maintenance man? <laughs> well, he was the executive director. <laughs> <laughs> the man in charge of everybody. How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> so... I felt really badly for Natalie and helped her get out of that situation, <laughs> not knowing that. And she I was, was not offended. <laughs> the maintenance team at Lake Longer does great work. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, nothing against them. No, it was nothing, and it really has nothing to do with the fact of being a maintenance director over an executive director. It was just um, yeah. well, your reaction was your reaction a perception was kind of, kind of, like, of what people. Oh might my goodness! Think. I'm so sorry, and it was just like it's okay. We did. The title really didn't mean mm-hmm. anything except for on paper. Yeah. And then what was the second one that there was another? Oh, the name one. You couldn't remember a name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I had gone through that summer a lot, in and out, and didn't really completely know 100% of the staff for on a personal level. But it was the 4th of July weekend, and we were doing a parade. And, you know, we were getting finished with the parade and everything like that. Well, we had brought out supplies such as streamers and crayons and markers and construction paper to decorate the floats and i was like oh hey natalie why don't you go ahead and put those things away of which she readily turned around to me and said i think that they can wait until later they don't need to be taken care of right now (laughs) oh okay so so at that point i knew that natalie had a very strong mind (laughs) And that Natalie had very organized ways of doing things. And if it was out of her order, it just didn't need to get done at that time. Yeah. And I will let you know, apparently. <laughs> and so, but the d- stuff did get put away. Mm. So, yeah. But. But then we really got confused as to who Natalie was. Because at one time we thought she was Matt. <laughs> yeah, we get a phone Oh, yeah, call. yeah, yeah, Matt. <laughs> we tried to figure out where our son is at, what, 1230? In the morning, it was, it was like maybe ten or two a.m. or two a.m. or the middle of the night. <laughs> hey Byron, where are you? Where are you? Oh, I'm out on a walk with Matt. Oh, Matt. Oh, okay, fine. He, he if we would have known it was Natalie, a girl, <laughs> we would not have gone to sleep so readily. Yeah. Well, you make it sound like I was misleading you. Right. I it said I'm on a walk with Nat, and you're like Matt. Matt. And I'm like. 
Yes. <laughs> okay, wait a second. How is that not misleading? I, I did not tell Matt. you, Matt. You <laughs> did not correct us in our error. Who's Matt? Yeah. Oh, I guess it's right. somebody. It's a good friend. All right. So that kind so of fun. leads right. us into the next question so like, that we had. Right, because, I mean, we've shared that story on the yeah. podcast, but from our perspective, <laughs> <laughs> which is fun to hear your perspective, but so that was right when we, around the time when we started dating, and that would have been around the time when you guys found out that this was happening. So, like, what were your thoughts about us dating, and, like, what do you remember about those early days of us being newly infatuated with each other and such? Well, I mean, you had just come to work for me. Uh-huh. Yep. And so I remember the interview process and talking to different people about you and getting my wife's opinion about how you didn't take care of things and not too sure and you were rather bold personality. Yes. So to the we're like, wife. "Oh, okay, Byron's dating Natalie. Natalie? We don't really know enough about Natalie." I mean, even hiring her, I had to do some research to find out who she was, and now she wants to yeah. date my kid. <laughs> or our son wants to date her. That's right. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, I'm sorry. And he had never told us No, we did not hear son. anything about this. The first that I knew that he wanted to date Natalie was when he was, was out when he's with like, Matt. <laughs> I'm going to date Natalie. I was like, Natalie? Yeah. <laughs> Wow, she has a really big personality. <laughs> yeah. I remember when we first like had this conversation because we were at your guys' house. And yeah. I was like, you want to take a walk? And you're like, oh, and you were like so excited that I wanted to take a walk with you. I do remember that. I actually yeah. remember that too. And he never like, wanted to take a walk. You want to take a walk? Yes. Let's yes. go take a walk. Let's take a walk. And you run in, I'm going to grab my shoes. <laughs> I remember. And, and then we like started walking and it started to rain. It did. So then my dad or dad, dad, father... Roger here Roger had here. to grab the car and come and like get us, and then we had the rest of the conversation in the car driving around the block. A lot of times, a driving times. around. Mm. Yeah, Ooh, fun time. Strong personality, <laughs> yes. but I think that you guys make a wonderful couple. You complement each other very well. Mm. But you guys had and we do love at you. first. Oh yeah. Oh, at mm. first I was really concerned because I thought Byron is really quiet, <laughs> and in our opinion. Maybe other people have different opinions. Byron has changed, though. He's not quite... And now I'm like, wow, she's really... She has a really strong personality. I just don't know if they can keep it in line, keep it in check. But I see that you can. (laughs) (laughs) I've definitely done a lot of growing since then, too, though. Yes. Like we both have. Yes, absolutely. It it didn't take too long of you working with us and working for me to realize who you really were Mm -hmm. because i mean from the corner office Mm -hmm. you don't get a true perspective of who individuals are right but once you were in the same building and i saw you working day to day and got to know you it was a very quick change of opinions Mm -hmm. if you will you still are a very Mm -hmm. strong personality personality. (laughs) (laughs) And we love you. I'm glad that you guys were honest because I was honestly prepared to catch you because Byron's told me that story before. So I was like fully ready to set you up for you guys to say something like nice. You're going to set us up for failure? And well, yeah. I was I was so excited to be like, excuse me, but Byron told me that you guys had reservations. But you you were honest. And I didn't get my moment, honey. Uh, did you get the memo that we were supposed to learn? <laughs> Trick them next time. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, um, I guess in like a closing statements, if you could like give your children or other people's children, but your children advice uh, from the things that you've learned, um, what's one thing as parents you want your kids to know? One like thing? like one thing, yeah. Like one like big one thing. takeaway, like that you want them to be in, instilled in them as they you know leave your home. Yeah, I for me, I think my takeaway is to keep your family priority over other things. Obviously, not over God Himself, but even over a ministry or a job or whatever is to keep your family the priority ministry in your life. Mm. And I will strongly and boldly say that. You need to know Jesus and have a personal relationship with Jesus. He is the only answer. And I have grown so much by um, studying his word, being close to him, and learning from him that I think that that has what has changed a lot of the struggles that we've even talked about in this Mm -hmm. conversation is the growth that he has caused in my life. It's everything. It seems like a cliche answer in our Christian families, but Jesus is everything. Yeah. Well, thank you guys mm. for taking the time to be a part of our fun little podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sitting down with us and yeah. opening yourselves up to vulnerability. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This has been fun. It was yeah. fun. Good. So it was fun. One important closing question is my button pop back off those shorts oh boy uh could you put it back <laughs> i think you just need to buy a new pair but they're my work shorts <laughs> well, you don't buy new work shorts just to get dirty yeah so all right well i thank- think i can teach natalie how to <laughs> sew a button on but i don't wanna <laughs> it's a process i tried to sit down and do it i couldn't do it yeah, yeah. i stabbed myself like four times <laughs> So, and then Lena came and we we're like, oh, get, uh, get the needles away. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. With that, thank you for listening to Couples Co-op. We hope you enjoyed this episode, yeah. special episode with Roger and Jackie Tatnan. That's right. Make sure you subscribe on anything that you're listening to. Tell your friends about it. You can find us on Instagram at Couples Co-op Pod or Facebook at Couples Co-op Podcast. Yep. New episodes every Monday. We'll see you next week.